1: Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, Kylo O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby.
2: This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw.
1: This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ohno, and you're
2: Going In Raw. Hey, friendos, Ann Larson. Also, Cal. And welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to, found right here. YouTube.com forward slash Stephen Larson or whatever podcasts are available. Uh, We're also on the Patreon. Patreon Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson which reminds me I need to see if we have any uh, new patrons uh, for the day. I hope so. Uh, While I do that, uh, Cal, is there anything that you would like to plug? Hey, you guys. If you
1: want to follow me on Twitter, just go to Cal underscore Jack spelled K-L underscore J-A-K and on Instagram, Cal Jack K L underscore J A K underscore. There's two underscores for that. And two then, also, course. if you want to go to my Pro Wrestling Tees website, go to prowrestlingtees.com slash Caljack. Spelled the same way. K L J A K. No
2: C's. Why? Because we aren't average. That's right. You got a lot of great designs over that Pro Wrestling Tees. Thank shop. you. Uh, my new green shirt just got Woo! pulled up. Woo!
1: That's right. Woo! Uh, think Grizz, think Caljack, which is kind of like think green, but think. Green. Anyway, uh, yeah, that design's up on prowrestlingtees.com. I re uploaded my white shirt because I didn't like how the image was kind of small Mm -hmm. in the shirt. Mm. But then when I looked at the image that they re uploaded, it's still the same size. So now I just have the same shirt. Same exact thing. Same exact thing. I'm sure they're just like. Uh,
2: yeah he gets what he gets they're yeah, generally pretty good over there with stuff yeah they're yeah. pretty good they're pretty responsive uh, uh Ryan over there Pro wrestling tees. yeah I'm not on be, the ball yeah I'm not gonna be hard on you Ryan but I just thought you might
1: make the logo a little bigger but you know teach his own I suppose I'm sure they get a lot of stuff coming in every day yeah
2: um also uh, we gotta give uh, 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 some birthday wishes to the Matt chat Hall of Famer Maya dope happy birthday Maya. Um uh, You share Maya shares a birthday. You said with Jeff Cobb. Yeah, today's Jeff Cobb's birthday. Steam company.
1: Yeah, that's that's not bad. You know, not bad person to share your birthday yes. with. Happy birthday, Maya. Happy birthday. You know, my birthday. uh, It's really close to Dusty Rhodes' birthday. Really? Yeah. So his he's like Dusty has the same birthday, and I looked this up uh, as Ricochet as well. Interesting. So Ricochet and Dusty have the same birthday, like October 11th. Yeah, mine's October 12th. Oh, just so yeah. But the thing is, when, um, and like when I was in developmental, when like someone had their birthday, like they would shout it out, Mm -hmm. and then like everyone go, "Oh, happy birthday, happy Mm -hmm. birthday!" When my birthday came around, no one said a word to me, which kind of made me bummed out a bit. But you know, whatever. I'm not. But you know, what's ironic is I am wearing my American Dream shirt that has no affiliations with. That's a great shirt. I love that. Yeah. The, the the people's food.
2: And you got that that angry looking dog. I
1: know, it's like the Baron Corbin wolf kind yeah, of. Yeah, it kind of is. Wolf, it almost looks
2: like it's rabbit. It's got red eyes. Yeah, this thing's terrifying. It because. is. Is that a real pizza place?
1: Yeah, it's in uh, Corvallis, Oregon. Wow. I went to college at the American Dream Pizza, baby. That's an amazing shirt. I want to put a dog wow. in there, jumping up on the pizza. <laughs> great stuff. I love it.
2: That's an amazing shirt. Mm, I love mm, that shirt. Baby, a I'm just wearing our, our fifty dollar patron shirt because it was the first clean shirt I pulled out of my drawer today.
1: Oh nice. I'm gonna I need to wear my going Ross shirt. I'll wear it, but it's it's dated, it says twenty eighteen on it. I need to get me one of them 2019 okay, shirts. Go back there and grab a shirt. I'll grab one
2: later. Okay. Right. Um uh programming note. Uh we will be doing a uh, Extreme Rules live stream this Sunday starting at 3 p.m. Does that sound good? That works nice three p.m. uh till the conclusion of the show. Uh, look forward to, to, to hanging out with everybody watching the show. It could be good. Maybe. On paper, there's some fun matches potentially. Sure. Yeah. Um, but you know, there could be a few duds too. Uh, oh, I was going to ask you do, you do you share your birthday with anybody famous? Uh,
1: October 12th. There's, I think, Hugh Jackman. Oh, okay. I think Hugh Jackman and I have the same birthday. And my cousin has the same birthday as me. Oh, that's me. interesting. My cousin Johnny. And one of the kids I coached had the same birthday as me. Wow. Yeah. It's a popular birthday then. October 12th is kind of Seeming a popular like. birthday.
2: 10-12, man. My birthday is right in between my grandma's and one of my cousins. Oh, uh, nice. So it's like right in between. Yeah. Uh, anyways, let's talk about NXT, NXT UK 205 Live. Uh, this is your first time going uh, uh, headfirst into the, the essentially for Steve and I, the the three-hour network block. Yeah. That we, we, we watched. We typically try to get one of them in, in the back room in our streaming area uh, Wednesday, uh, Wednesday between shooting a bunch of stuff. We had a bunch of stuff going on. Uh, so, we didn't get that opportunity. Uh, what are your thoughts overall on the network shows? Oh, I love them. I think they're great. I actually
1: did not... I wasn't sure about NXT UK because mm-hmm. I've never really watched an episode. Mm-hmm. But then, actually, when I watched it, I actually enjoyed... I'm not gonna, I enjoyed it more than the NXT episode. I know, which is weird, but I really like that main event on NXT UK with the hunt and the Gallus. Mm -hmm. I know Steve like says Gallus a lot. I'm down with Gallus. Gallus is Gallus. I love Gallus.
2: Those guys are great. They look like a bunch of bar bouncers. Yeah. Like they kick people out of bars and stuff. What's really funny. I mean, the one thing I enjoyed most about Gallus is like Joe Coffey's great. Mark Coffey's pretty good. Wolfgang's cool. Uh he's good. Um uh, he apparently Wolfgang is aware of, of, of slow Wolfpack. Yeah, I, I so think far. I remember you guys mentioned yeah. that. Um what I love about their dynamic is Wolfgang, uh how he has been portrayed prior to joining Gallus is like the most laid back dude. He yeah. He's the hot head of the group, which makes me laugh. That's hilarious. Like they have to stop him from getting so mad about that. Yeah. Them. It yeah. always cracks me up.
1: That's great. No, and I really stuff. like that main and that that pig guy. Uh oh wild, wild boar? board dude cracks me up. Yeah. He looks like uh like old Sammy Callahan mm-hmm. had a baby with Garrett Dillon. He's got a little Kevin Sullivan going on, dude, there too. Dude, he does. Yeah. And like the the the, the contacts yeah, he has and, and he's missing he, teeth. He, he's missing teeth. Yeah. Dude, he's great. He's gotta be like 5'5". Five, five. Something like that. Dude, he's
2: short. He's he, short dude. The way he tosses his body around though, man. He's oh legit. it's it's hilarious. I love that guy. Um <clears throat> we had a, a really good main event on NXT. Um we had E.O. Shirai. Um, as you can tell from the thumbnail completing her heel turn Mm -hmm. Uh, she's got a new video package which I love I loved
1: it I was like whoa
2: strobing stuff shit everywhere trying to cause seizures I love it well that
1: part I didn't really like oh no I I, I came to my head but I was like oh look
2: at these stupid strobes oh no man it was great give me a headache it wasn't just the lights that were strobing her Tron was strobing between the, yeah. the Japanese character yeah. and her name. In the, like an The, the looking Japanese
1: font. character thing and then her name, that was pretty sick. Yeah, I'm not cool. going
2: to lie. I really really liked that. And the the, the subtle uh, lighting for when she walks out in the ring and she has her back turned to the audience. Yeah. And then she kind of turns around and she's like, Ugh, Ugh. I don't want to be here.
1: Yeah, she's she's sick of it, man. Yeah. She's tired of everybody. And then she
2: starts shouting at people yeah. while on her way down the ring. It's great. Um, she drops a promo. Let's go right into it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, she drops a promo. Um, after uh, the Full Sail crowd stops booing her. And she just says, I don't need any friends. I don't need any of you. Yep. She drops the mic. She yeah. leaves the ring. She walks up the ramp yelling at people uh, with an absolutely disgusted look on her face. I can't get enough of heel E.O. Shirai. She be, might be my new favorite person in NXT right now. She's, when she said, I don't need friend.
1: And I don't know you.
2: Yeah, and just walked
1: away. Oh, that's like, great. I'm glad that it was it was short. It was to the point. You know, uh, I'm surprised that like when the crowd was yelling stuff, I thought maybe she might sp- you know speak some Japanese to him. Yeah. Because uh, I remember Regal. Uh, whenever we had foreign, um, whenever we had foreign like promo, we had a promo class. We had the foreign people in the in the promo class. Yeah. Yeah. Regal would try to, like, see how well they could, you know, talk in English. And then he Regal would always say, make sure you always include a little bit of Japanese to wake oh, us see, up. Oh, see, that's good. Yeah, just in between stuff so that, like, even the overseas viewers, like, you know, if there's, like, subtitles in Japanese, and they can speak Japanese to kind of reiterate the point that they were trying to make or whatever. But, yeah, Regal would always say, like, make sure. Because then you could – it's not exactly – what they're saying to how they're saying it. Exactly. And then Reg would always say, you can show more intensity if you speak in your own native tongue. Exactly. So I thought maybe she was going to do that. She didn't, but still she looked awesome. She looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Like a, like
2: a badass assassin. Yeah. 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 Like she's wearing like black leather yeah. pants and yeah. black top and her hair was like, kind of messed up on top, but mm-hmm. just like perfectly messed up. It was great. Uh, Karen here in chat says, the full sale crowd was booing her for eight minutes. Yeah. Wow. And they, and they cut that all down. Wow. That's crazy. That's awesome. That's insane. Um, I'm happy you mentioned that about Regal making a point of telling uh, 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 talents yeah, um, whose first language might not be English to use their, their native language. Yeah. Because I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love I, it when yeah. she came out and spoke uh, a little bit of English a while. Oh, actually... Uh, following her beatdown of, of Candice. Yeah. She spoke a little bit, but more often than not, she's just shouting at people in Japanese. That, that, that's That's, that's the, what I
1: really like, because uh, there was a time I was talking, like, Rusev was having a match with somebody when I was in developmental, mm-hmm. and the guy messed up in the match, and Rusev just starts screaming at this guy in Bulgarian. Oh, wow. And he could get away with it because nobody understands what he's saying, and yeah. then afterwards, uh, I think it was Jody... Or Garrett Jones he's like, Russell what did you start freaking out on him in Bulgaria? And then Rusev's like, Yeah, I did. And no one will ever understand what I said. <laughs> so it doesn't matter.
2: <laughs> it was awesome. Uh Dang MQ here in chat brings up uh, Oscar. I used to love it when Oscar would just start screaming at people. Oh, dude, it was great. And her, you know, I, I I don't and it bugs me when like when Andrade would do that too. He'd he do part of his promo in English and the rest yeah, in Spanish. Yeah. And it was fantastic. Yeah. And and then apparently he goes into the Vince's office. And says Vince, you know, I, uh, I want more of a push. And Vince says, "Well, you gotta, you gotta, your English has to be better before I'll push you more." No, dude, he can speak a little bit of English, but man, I, the, speaking your native
1: tongue is gold. Yeah, that's 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 how you like get more people to watch the show. Yeah, you know, you have a little bit for everything. Yeah, yeah, dude, it just feels so genuine. And, and like whenever someone starts speaking in their native tongue, like they get intense, and then you can kind of see whoever's, you know, you could feel it yeah. immediately. You can feel the impact when they, when they start speaking what they're used to speaking. So yeah. I don't, yeah, I, I love when they do it. And I thought you, you didn't really need to do it, but it just, cause it was so subtle. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. She's, she just want to be subtle speaking English. And then, Like, you know, they were saying she was getting booed for eight minutes. Yeah, that's
2: crazy. So, like, her actions definitely, like, evoked a lot of emotion. And I I feel like whenever she's walking up and down the ramp and yelling at people, it's completely Japanese. Yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. I think so, too. Because she's got that look of disdain down just perfectly. Yeah. She's great. In ring, she's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, That's how the show opened. Next, we went to a a Velveteen Dream press conference. Yeah. They actually set up a a, a podium, a dais for him at the top. That was in the auditorium. Oh, okay. That's so full sale.
1: Yes. So that auditorium that he was at—that's the—that's the the room where we all hang out during the show. Oh. So the two screens they had that just said velveteen what they normally do is they show the show like on those screens. So okay. when we're all sitting in the back, we have this giant screen to watch like the show going live. Okay, so, like, so like the green room kind yeah, of? Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. So, But the thing is, there's like maybe, dude, it's a big room. Mm-hmm. So it's a giant auditorium room. We're all sitting, like they have chairs everywhere. So we all get to sit, chill, eat, and we get to watch the show as That's it's going cool. down. So it's not like we have this little TV monitor. Mm-hmm. So first thing I thought, I was like, oh, cool. They have the filming in the auditorium. So i could definitely see like they pre-taped that while Mm -hmm. all the boys and everybody were in the locker room and like yeah that's the same podium like like triple h stands behind whenever he gave us like post nxt filming like that's cool like yeah that's what he usually that's usually stands behind (laughs) so that to me i was like oh cool they're using the auditorium and it was awesome because them using his Velveteen Dream logo on yeah. the back of both of them yeah. just made it seem like a bigger deal. Yeah. So that was the first thing that came to my head. I was like, oh, cool, they're using that. That is cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: you know, they've done the kind of like the mini press conferences where they're outside a the door yeah. and of lock the locker. They need to keep it there. Oh, you didn't like this setup? I No, I love it. Okay. They, no, no, no. I'm saying they need oh, they to keep it in the auditorium. The auditorium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it... Looked Like just made
1: everything seem more important. It me. did. It did. It made him a bigger deal.
2: It kind of. I know uh, after AEW shows, uh, like the Young Bucks and Cody will do like legit. What I guess is called media scrubs, yeah. where you know yeah. after after sporting events, media members will go up to locker rooms of various athletes and interview them. Yeah. Um. And I, I they've been and they've been doing something like this in NXT for a while, where they're obviously scripted. Media scrums, and yeah. this was too, but I like the larger setting, especially for Velveteen Dream, where it is seems more like a legitimate press conference. Yeah. They have the podium, and they have the screens Oh, up, it was, Yeah, it was great. And he's taking questions off camera mm-hmm. and stuff. I thought that was really well done. Yeah, he
1: says, yes, Queen Kathy. He yeah. was alluding to Kathy Kelly. Yeah. I thought that was funny.
2: And then she asked about Roderick Strong being his next challenger. He says, no, he's, he's not deserving of that. He's not deserving of that. That's what he says. He, uh Roderick Strong does not deserve a North American title shot. I'm guessing he's going to get it anyways. Uh, next, Damian Priest, Punishment Martinez. Yes. Punishment Martinez. Punishment Martinez. The, uh, the Archer of Infamy. He took on Blanco Loco. Not much of a match because uh, uh, Punishment Martinez kicked him in the head, like a spinning ke- heel kick type deal almost, and then uh, finished him off with his finisher, which is just Crossroads.
1: I want the Chokeslam Spine Buster. Agreed. That, like, that guy would have been perfect for that. Yeah,
2: he would have put him through the ring, basically. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that bummed me out. I mean, what, okay, so, the Damien Priest character. Yeah. You guys suspect that he's a vampire.
2: I thought that, but he just seems to be a, a, an archery enthusiast. Okay, so,
1: ha, they've done a lot of dark brooding gimmicks. Yeah. And, like, that seems to be the easiest thing to push. Like, for okay, for example, The Ascension. The Ascension also got called Vampires. And they yeah, would, in the early days, and, yeah, and they yeah, yeah. would make jokes that were like, "We're not vampires." Like, yeah. So then, Damien Priest, kind of a vampire. Yeah. Alistair Black, kind of a vampire. Yeah, empire. he has a Nos- Nosferatu yeah. entrance. Yeah. So, when I see Damien Priest, like he comes out, and then I like I just it gave me the same kind of early Baron Corbin vibes too, because Baron Corbin came out to a, like a dark, brooding entrance as yeah. well. Dun, 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 you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's. It's easy. I don't know. It's it always seems so easy to just do
2: a dark character. It gimmick. It seems like they need to include one on in every kind of rotation through NXT. Yeah, you know, like you know, we kind of kind of did a, the the We need ourselves even, a, even going back to Bray Wyatt. Yeah, yeah, yeah Bray Wyatt had a dark gimmick, um, so they need that 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 one that one wrestler that has the dark brooding, maybe supernatural or yeah, gimmick. Yeah. Um, this one just seems more kind of on the periphery, just based on punishments. Sorry. Damien Priest's look and name. Uh, he's got all those cool looking tattoos. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's tall, he's jacked. He's got that. He's got mystique about him. The arch you know, like his, there's live forever is in his Tron. I think that's a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, they have yet to, to, uh, really, uh, hit the nail on the head, whether he's a vampire or not. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because it seemed like he was party guy.
2: Yeah, but that reminded me of uh, the uh, the first Blade movie. Well, the yeah, first scene. Yeah, he's wearing a mesh yeah again, shirt, like '90s goth vampire vibe. Yeah, that's totally what I'm getting from. But they need to hammer it home. I don't know. Well, I feel like you know, like you you watch that
1: seg not segment, but they have the whole Triple H saying like, "Yeah, we want to get the character, we want more of you." And I think for us to kind of understand punishment more, Damian Priest, just like. I'd love to see him like do like a backstage promo segment. Yeah, when mm. like I know sometimes they don't always seem appropriate, but this one it, just to kind of get his personality more. Yeah. Like his his personality of his character. Yeah. But I mean, all in all, like he's he's awesome looking guy. He's great. Yeah, yeah, he I just a great wish look. jokeslam Slam Powerbomb. Like, I agree. Maybe a lot of the times they'll stray from that kind of stuff because NXT has some giant dudes in the back. Yeah. Like some, and they never they use, sometimes they never even make it yeah. anywhere. Yeah. But sometimes like, well, we can't have them hitting this finish on Baba or whatever. Or yeah, just yeah. Or like Dan, Dan Matha. Yeah. yeah. Just cause they're too big. Blah blah blah.
2: I don't know. The, the crossroads seems like a move that's better suited for someone who's not as large.
1: Yeah. But I feel like they use that move. Too many people have moved similar to that. Mm-hmm. Like way too many. Mm-hmm. Like I get it's a cool motion for a move, but man, just,
2: That'll you know be a cool move for him is Lance Archer's finisher, the kind of reverse Razor's Edge, because he's a oh. person up kind of like a bow. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you're the yeah. bow and you can call it something. I don't, yeah. know, some, I don't know. I'm not familiar with jargon from the archery sure. world, <laughs> but something where it's like the reverse Razor's Edge. Yeah, yeah. Um, or, you know, if his, if his character is uh, a 90s goth guy who loved uh, industrial music, uh, who likes archery too. Maybe there's a cross some crossover there between uh, song title, archery terminology. Sure. Um, maybe uh, KMFDM has some song title yeah. that would work. <laughs> I don't know. It's, the whole vibe is just very 90s industrial. It, it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, so run with it, I guess. Yeah.
0: You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.
3: Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories
0: about why. I thought it was an eco move.
2: Um, anyways, not much of a match. Uh, they, they obviously have uh, uh, big things planned for Damian Priest. After that, this was fantastic. It's Killian Dane uh, vignette, where he, they're rolling footage. First, I, when they first did it, because there wasn't there wasn't a whole lot of voice for the first time they ran one of these. I thought they were just harkening back to the whole uh, sanity stuff. Yeah, especially in their lead up to their kind of debut on SmackDown when they had a bunch of footage of riots and stuff, yeah. and saying chaos is coming, blah blah blah. But, uh, no, this was all related to uh, growing up in Northern Ireland. Yeah. Um, his experiences there. And, and the promo he delivered over, that f- over the, the film footage, that was riveting stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he delivered it perfectly. Um, so, it's going to be really interesting to see when he makes his re-debut in NXT, um, how, how that relates to his character uh, yeah, I'm uh, just inst- like after two vignettes, I'm like, whoa, this is this is a different take, and it's, it could be really interesting. I'm curious too because it like
1: first thing I got was, oh, he's got like a cool like storyteller gimmick about mm-hmm. his life and like living in the rough streets of Ireland where he grew up, and just some of the dialogue he was saying, like going to a high school where we you're the last of your graduating class, yeah. and just.
2: How he survived all this crazy, like couldn't hear out of one ear because a car hear, bomb and yeah, stuff like of that. Car yeah, bomb yeah, and
1: stuff. And I'm like, man, Ireland that bad? Like,
2: geez. Yeah, Northern Ireland was real bad. Wow. So until the until the ceasefire, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: uh, I mean, hell of a promo. Mm-hmm. It was great. They filmed it excellently. So now I'm just kind of curious to see what kind of presentation he's gonna bring to NXT. Mm-hmm. Like, if he's gonna wear the same stuff, because man, he was running that that big man swimsuit singlet yeah it just didn't look good on him Mm-mm. like I like the old I would have rather had him wear like when he was wearing pants and like a shirt than him wearing like that type of singlet and obviously they had him do it because they want to cover him up but I Oh man, like, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. On when he was on maine but I hope that they let him wear what he feels most comfortable in because like if he looked if he would rather wear something and I could I could tell I don't, it just didn't look good with what he was oh, wearing. Oh, I know. It
2: looks like it was something that was forced upon him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, don't,
1: yeah, I didn't like yeah. that at all. I'm sure they were like, oh, this looks good. This looks good on you.
2: <laughs> it's like, no.
1: No. Wear, let him wear what he wants to wear.
2: Exactly. Um, hell of a promo, though. Uh, yeah, looking forward excellent. to what they're going to do with him. Uh, after that, we had a breakout stars tournament match. Uh, Boa um, versus Jordan Miles. You may know him as ACH. ACH. Uh, when we went to the first star cast, his table where he was signing autographs was across from us for a, a, a bit. Dude is a character. He is he is funny. I could tell. He is a funny dude. Yeah. Um. And you got you, you get to see a little bit of his personality. Actually, you know he, he uh, quite a bit of his personality in this match. Um. This seemed like a weird matchup of styles. I thought that too. Yeah. Because ACH is super quick, super athletic, and Boa is tall. He's kind of lanky. Uh. He strike heavy. Yeah. But he doesn't move that quickly
1: no and he looked i i I thought boa had a great look to him Mm -hmm. you know good size 225 like ripped but yeah i just here's the thing he's only been wrestling since 2016 yeah boa and he's going in the performance center so he can only do what they've taught him yeah so with this type of match like i'm sure they've worked tons of ways to teach him how to heat and beat up people yeah, and yeah, like yeah, implement yeah. his um, jiu-jitsu and his Muay Thai background. Yeah. But a lot of the times when you see guys that have really limited experience, they don't know where to put their hands. They kind of stand around awkwardly and they don't really know how to show a character. And obviously it's hard for him to show character because he doesn't really have a character. Mm-hmm. So this match is okay. It kind of seems slow. And then eventually once ACH took over – the crowd started getting into it, yeah, picking yeah. up just because ACH has been around for 13 years. Yeah, he's been around for, been around a, for a long time. And He's jacked. Yeah, he's jacked. He's fast. Yeah, he's athletic. really good. He's super athletic. So, I mean, and it, here's the thing it's really hard for guys that don't have a lot of experience to play the heel mm-hmm. because the heels are the ones that are kind of dictating the pace of the match. Yeah. Like they're the ones that can help control the crowd and, like, you know, try to deliver more sympathy for the babyface. Mm hmm. As far as Boa, super green guy. He's been only going for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. So this is a big stage for him to totally, work. And he's totally. coming all the way from China. So I'm mm-hmm. sure there's probably a little bit of a language block between him be. and the, the guys. So as far as this match goes, it, for Boa, you know, for his experience, it was really good for yeah. him. But the match just kind of had a really slow pace until ACH had to pick things mm-hmm. up and then hit him with that 450 splash. Yeah, it was a beautiful 450. Yeah.
2: I wonder if uh, Bo would have been better served taking on uh, – I know Jonah Rocks in this tournament, uh, Sam Shaw. Um, both of them are larger guys. In fact, I think uh, Sam Shaw and uh, Jonah Rock faced each other in the first round yeah. later on. Yeah.
1: Well, it's tough because, I mean, you're going to have – like we didn't talk about, but you have Isaiah Scott, mm-hmm. you know, Shane Strickland, take mm-hmm. young Cameron Grimes two like PWG. Yeah. Like yeah. guys, two guys that like carry a lot of promotions when they're in their Indies that that's dude, it, that it's going to be hard for anybody to follow. Yeah. Any match that Shane Strickland does, you don't want to be the guy that has to follow them. Yeah. I had that happen to me once. It was uh it was that Brian Zane match. Oh yeah. 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 It was a tag. We Shane Strickland went with um, Jake Atlas. Yeah, crowd was it was the best match on the whole entire. Yeah, then we were next. Oh gosh, nothing, no reaction whatsoever. So, I uh, yeah, that's that's tough, and I'm glad ACH won because like he's the he's a better performer. Yeah, like. But you know it's cool seeing Boa. I think Boa has a lot of potential. Yeah. Like, oh, he's got a great look. He great, looks great look,
2: dude. I thought he looked really cool. Um, and yeah, it seems like if they, if they can find that sweet spot between his, to mention Muay Thai, uh, background, yeah, adapt it to the pro wrestling, um, tighten up the footwork or something. Maybe a little bit. Yeah, yeah,
1: and that just comes with experience. Totally. You know, and that's the thing. that like, He didn't have an indie background, mm-hmm. so it's hard to like get that
2: in ring comfortability. Mm-hmm. That it just comes with years. It yeah, just comes with a long time. Um, you mentioned Jordan Miles picked the win with a 450. Uh, dudes all like t- just packed a charisma. Uh, super talented. In the so ring. who's
1: he got next round? He has
2: Angel Garza? Yeah, Angel Garza. Angel Garza, which one's he? Yeah. He was the dude who beat, gosh, who'd he beat? He beat uh, DJ Z. Oh, okay, damn.
1: I, Give me ACH for Shane Strickland or Swerve or give, That'd be like, great, I know. Cameron Grimes or you know or Trevor Lee like yeah that's gonna be a sick match
2: yeah uh, next we had a, a quick little Shayna Baszler press conference she was uh, asked about me Yim. wanting a piece of her she said I have the the largest target NXT on my shoulder referencing the title um, she didn't seem that bothered by me Yim. Uh, I'm really curious to see who eventually gets that belt off her I thought for the longest time oh Bianca Belair is gonna be the one yeah no uh, EO then, no, now EO's heel, so they don't usually do heel versus heel things. So you got to think it's going to be Mia Yim, maybe? Or are they just setting this all up for her post-EO feud? Candice LeRae is the one. I I think,
1: well, I could see EO getting pushed to main pretty quickly, that how talented be. she is. And I think maybe they switch her to heel so that when she came comes up to main, because there's, there's a lot of Japanese girls that are all face. So, to kind of separate herself from the other girls, I can see her getting pushed to main, being more of a heel character. Mm. And, like, her experience and her skill is so amazing. Like yeah. I'd love to see her heel, like, on the main and see what mm-hmm. she could do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know what's funny? Is, I, like, I, I like being on the show for the NXT stuff, even though it's my first one. But there's so many little things, like, cracks me up. Because she's in the hallway... I know exactly what the girl the the locker room is. Yeah. yeah, The girls and ours is right next door, but like the hallway is pretty narrow. Yeah, and then all the way to the hallway is that auditorium. Yeah. So what cracks me up is that they filmed either hers first, and then they went down all the way to the hallway and gave Velveteen a big, like the big oh the press conference press thing. conference thing. there, and then so that just I thought that was really funny. That's funny. Yeah.
2: Um, after that, we had a Keith Lee video package where he pretty much directly addressed the fact that they haven't really done much with him in his nearly a year, or almost two years in the company. Yeah. I think mean, a year and a half. Well, he's one year in. He one said. year in. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. One year in, um, which is true. They haven't really done a whole lot with him. Um, dude's got tons of charisma, super talented dude. Yeah. Um, and whether it be injury or, or creative changes, they really haven't utilized his skill set to the fullest yet. Um, but he said, you know, at, at this point, limitless isn't enough. He's going to be infinite now. Infinite. Keith Lee, infinite or infinite Keith Lee. Yeah, that's cool. That is cool. I don't know if they. I don't think they say limitless in this theme song that he that he uh, does some of the vocals on, so that yeah. he doesn't need a new theme. He, I in my mind though, I'm picturing a, 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 a Titan Tron. It's got to have a wormhole in it. Star fields. <laughs> yeah, because uh, there's nothing more infinite than the the the, the, the than pretty much. The universe, outer space. Yeah. Um, so unless he, he has a new sci-fi gimmick, I might be somewhat disappointed. Yeah, exactly. Maybe.
1: Well, he's a big anime
2: guy. So. That's true. Yeah, he's wearing the the, yeah, the super saiyan yeah, shirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it would be it'd be pretty cool if they gave him a super like a sci-fi gimmick. Yeah,
1: I was wondering like what their creative direction was for Keith Lee. You know, I it's hard because they. I mean, it felt like, who came in first, Matt Riddle or Keith Lee? Keith Lee did. So Keith Lee came in first. But then I felt like there's so much they could do with Matt Riddle that it just had to sideline Keith Lee for the moment. Yeah, it might have. And, I don't know, maybe it's a size thing too because you have a big guy like that and then you, you just had Lars Sullivan around and then Keith was, I wish there was more of a Lars Keith Sullivan or Keith Lee, excuse me, Keith Lee, like, they did more with that. Oh, and just then, that one. I said that one match. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. thought Keith Lee was going to win to, like, boot Lars to Maine. But they yeah, didn't yeah. do that. No. And then, what, did he lose to Cassius Ono? Yeah, I
2: think Cassius hit with a low blow.
1: Yeah, I mean, whatever. But, yeah, I was kind of wondering why they haven't done anything. Because Keith is so athletic. Oh, he's hell big yeah. And, like, I was watching. They did, like, a combine at the NXT Performance mm-hmm. Center. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, the second strongest guy behind Otis. Wow, which is saying a lot, with especially with all the guys that they bring in. Yeah, and the fact that he does, you know, he played college football at Texas A M, like awesome. Yeah, and then he just got into pro wrestling afterwards. Uh, I think I listened to a podcast with him talking about. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. But yeah, you a figure like guy like that, they would have showed him a lot more. But you know, like they say, he's one year in.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: so eh, we'll see. Like we'll see. They, obviously, they have plans for him. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh,
2: maybe they'll wait till the. Uh, Dijakovic comes back.
1: Yeah, because so they, they had that crazy PWG match. Yeah, they've had a number of crazy matches. Yeah.
2: Um, afterwards, the a William Regal press conference type interview, uh, he says, uh, Kushida has been taking on uh, opponents from all the various brands. Um, you know, we've seen uh, 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 Drew Gulak. We've seen, uh, shoot, who else did he mention? He mentioned someone else from NXT. And then he says, next week, Apollo, uh, SmackDown superstar Apollo Crews yeah. will be taking on Kushida. That should be a great match. Yeah. Um, uh, finally, Apollo will get a, 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 an adequate platform to showcase his abilities. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Uh, this, it's too bad that he's going to take the loss on that.
1: Well, yeah, probably. But it's like how Tyler Breeze came back to yeah, 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 NXT. Yeah. You know, like he just had that match with like Roderick Strong. I didn't get a chance to see it, but it looked awesome. He had one, the one against the uh, Velveteen Dream that was pretty damn good. Yeah, so – I mean, I'm sure these guys are all... It's not like they're going to change their contracts up or anything. They just want to be able to go out and work and show, show, what, show what they can do. Yeah, uh, yeah totally. That's totally. awesome. Uh, did did Regal at least say Kona Reeves? I Me mean, didn't say Kona Reeves. Did he? I don't think he did. Because did wrestle Kona he Reeves. He did. He wrestled Conor Reeves. He didn't mention the finest. <laughs> I don't finest, think he did. The <laughs> finest. Let's talk about the finest Let's talk Conan about Reeves. the finest
2: Kona Reeves.
1: Yes, Kona Reeves. So fine. Isst. <laughs>
2: Findest. Uh, there's somebody
1: else that has that gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: main event was awesome. Street profits versus uh, Oni Larkin, Danny Birch. Um, street profits have improved a ton. Yeah. Yeah. In the ring, not just in terms of what they can do, uh, in terms of moveset, but their psychology, their storytelling, uh, their selling ability. Uh, especially Montez. Montez. Montez is a hell of a seller. Oh man,
1: his um when they were exchanging holds. I was really impressed with Montez's posture, the way he was taking the hold. It made it look legit. Mm-hmm. And then I was cracking up because then you see Dawkins goes in there and he does a couple gut ranch rolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He <laughs> starts laughing. <laughs> he starts laughing.
2: That was funny. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> uh, about halfway through the match, Oni hits a half and half on Montez. He kicks out. Um, and then Montez basically jumps over Danny Birch. He does like a tope. Yeah. And uh, Danny couldn't really catch him. Completely in time, because yeah. Montez is so damn athletic. Dude,
1: shot way over him, too. Yeah, yeah,
2: and landed pretty much uh, tailbone first on the ramp. Yeah. That probably hurt. Oh, God, dude. Um, and then... Uh, I always think about that, because I don't...
1: That that type of dive or whatever. Yeah. I feel like with guy's so athletic, like, you know, uh, like Montez, the way he does Man, like, he'd overshoot anything. Yeah, like, And it's not that he just clears it. Like, he jumps, he flips, and it looks like his... His head or what? His feet can clear the rope without I mean, how yeah. flipping. Yeah, dude, it's insane. Yeah,
2: he's got inc- insane vertical.
1: Yeah, I think he has like the highest vertical in NXT. In NXT, I would be surprised, he did the man. the combine. It's, um, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. And it's like when uh, you see Roman when he did it, like he overshot it. He yeah. could have destroyed his shoulder. Oh, totally. The way how the ramp is uh the way the ramp is. Yeah, yeah,
2: it would have been or horrible. Could have been on his head. Yeah. Um. So uh, Ford hits that on Birch kind of. Um. Birch tries to catch him. Uh, and then Oni tries to follow up with a dive of his own, and he eats a forearm from uh, from Angelo Dawkins. Angela or Birch runs around, comes back in the ring, meets Dawkins. Dawkins hits him with a spine buster. Montez goes the top rope, hits a frog splash. Dawkins, since he's legal man, covers Birch for the win. Uh, they did this great bit. Uh, the street prophets did where uh, Montez had a hold of I want to say Birch ran up Dawkins' chest and oh. went to like a reverse DDT. Yeah, that yeah, was great. Yeah. I thought it was cool. It's, it's, it's great seeing week in and week out them it's getting like a more. a weird
1: version of a sliced bread. Kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Getting more cohesive as a unit. Uh, developing really, 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 really good tag team chemistry. Yeah. Coming up with new stuff. Um, it's great to see them grow.
1: And I like I said, them going to evolve, I think, topped out a ton. Huge, huge. Because... I'm sure that when they got there, they had a game plan. And then whoever they worked were like, hey, we can try this. And then probably, like, oh, we've never tried that before. Yeah. And they gave them more opportunity to have a little bit more creative freedom yeah. on what kind of match they want to perform. Totally. So that's that's great that that's something that they were able to do. And, mm-hmm. like, yeah, they looked awesome. Yeah. I noticed that Dawkins was wearing a different kind of pair of shoes. No, he was. He, he, doesn't, he normally wears, like, uh, his JB Elites—they're like amateur wrestling shoes. Yeah, he
2: had some uh, Lebron soldiers. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He's a huge Lebron guy. Oh yeah.
2: He, it, it's
1: he will like anywhere Lebron goes,
2: no matter what. Like Lebron fan first. He's yeah,
1: first of all, he's a big Lebron James fan. That's why he kind of wears the headbands. Mm. Um, what cracks me up is that when Lebron went to Miami, yeah, he was a Miami fan. And then, I don't know if he was a L.A. Lakers fan when LeBron went there, but yeah. I think he might have been. But when he
2: went back to the huge, to Cleveland. Yeah, huge
1: LeBron fan. That's great.
2: Um, so, the Street Profits, they're celebrating the ring. Uh, redragon comes to the top of the ramp. Start kind of mockingly clapping. Uh, Seems like Undisputed Era is really going to try to be draped in gold. Yep. Probably by the end of uh, TakeOver Toronto. That's going to be their goal. Yep. Um, let's talk NXT UK you said you really enjoyed this I really did like NXT UK Um, I hope this is the last of their their tapings they did at the download festival yeah yeah. because whenever they don't do a standard round of tapings it just feels like they're more concerned about throwing matches out there as opposed to developing story yeah yeah. Um, which is kind of a bummer because um, when they focus on story, it can be really good, but f- far too often it just feels like, oh, here's an exhibition match essentially for you, like Candy Floss, Tony Storm. There's nothing really motivated. Yeah, that, I thought right that now.
1: was funny. I was like, oh, okay, just kind of like a whatever kind of match. I just thought it was a cute match.
2: It was, and there's some good character moments for, for yeah. both of them in there. Totally. Yeah. Um, show kicked off with a recap of Imperium destroying Mustache Mountain Apparently, when they sent Tyler Bate to the hospital. Yeah. Walter, uh, apron powerbomb. And then powerbomb on the ring post. Walter, you jerk. Yeah, he's a real jerk. Respect the Matt. Yeah. Uh, the first match, uh, Ilya Dragonov taking on Ashton Smith. Um, one of the first things you mentioned to me when you came in this morning was uh, Ilya's uh, powerbomb.
1: Yeah, crotch lift powerbomb. That's pretty crazy. Or, well, this is what. Okay, I uh, I so I've never really listened to NXT UK. And I was cracking up because you hear Aiden English is like the frog voice. Shawn Michaels current the frog voice talking. (laughs) He sounds so much better in NXT UK than he does on 205 Live. 205 Live, he's annoying because he's trying to be like the the face Mm -hmm. commentator. Mm -hmm. Because you're trying to go with like Nigel. Mm -hmm. But him, just two man, he was fine, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I had my first singles match like – uh, NXT show whatever against a like a house show mm-hmm. against any English mm-hmm. So I have a little bit of a history with him, but I just was like because we used to call him Squidward, too Yeah, he looks, now that he's bald. He looks just like Squidward. <laughs> <laughs> And he, his gimmick was so like in the beginning. He was a thespian. Yeah, so it, like an actor or whatever You know, theater it was person. thespian yeah right?
2: thespian like uh, like Luther's or is it just thespian like an thespian, act? Thespian, like an actor. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That would be kind of a, a clever little pun if he was a No, th- no, a no. Fez-pia. But
1: he says Gotch-style lift. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you know, I was thinking about Simon Gotch because I yeah. was his tag, tar- tag team partner in totally. the Vaudevilles, but I'm sure he's, you know... I'm sure moved on from that. Moved on from that, yeah.
2: Yeah, but yeah, yeah it, was, it was a situation where uh, Ilya had Ashton Smith down like, like a, a Gotch-style power. Oh, driver. man, I was like but looking instead, at the, the mechanics of
1: that. I'm like, okay, so he had him in the crotch lift. The popped him up
2: it looked sick yeah it looked really good oh I loved it I was like that's a sick move it was pretty cool I'm still I still have to get used to Ilya's theatrics he's oh, really over the his top his
1: intensity and like his yeah he is
2: kind of over the top he's got red contact so uh, that's cool I like his Tron His yeah. music's okay but he's out there you know being the, the conductor yeah I don't know that doesn't necessarily scream intensity to me um, anyways he picked up the win not surprisingly with his finish it's like a torpedo European uppercut yeah Type deal uh, After that We had a Ziya Brookside interview uh, She's got a match Against Ginny She says in the Last matches She's she's had Everywhere she turns There's Ginny Yeah Finally I get my One on one match With her No outside interference Yeah I have a hard time believing Jazzy's not gonna get involved in Jazzy Gabbert Looked just like Nuclear man She, <laughs> she, she is nuclear looks like she, nuclear Like she has the same Get up as nuclear oh man Oh my god It's great It's fantastic Yeah uh next this was kind of fun uh they did a, a episode of nina's nina samuel show on the road yeah she's going around the download festival um everything is icky to her yeah she's got boots she doesn't want to walk through like the mud she got like she got rain boots
1: on yeah like that's like the, that's the purpose. point of the point of rain boots yeah. i know but
2: still she didn't want to walk through uh, the muck oh, well. um but it was all it was all pretty charming yeah I don't know why they had so much hay at the Download Festival. There, were there farm animals there? I didn't notice I think any farm animals. it's just a cheap way to lay
1: on the mud. That so could be to that's absorb kinda, the moisture. It's absor- yeah, that's
2: yeah. what I thought. I thought that might have been the case, but I didn't know if they had like a petting zoo at the Download Festival or yeah. something. And I wasn't you want to rock or do you want to go pet this goat? I uh, know. Can I bring the goat to the concert with me? <laughs> uh, next, we had Candy Floss versus Tony Storm. This was a fun match because yeah. it, it allowed both Candy Floss and Tony Storm to show some, some good, personality. a little face-face match. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was fun. Uh, uh, unsurprisingly, Tony picks up the win with Storm Zero. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kaylee Ray comes out once Candy Floss makes it top of the ramp and beats her up. Yeah. So Kaylee Ray versus Tony Storm should be pretty good. That will be cool. That would be really fun. Yeah.
1: Man, Candy Floss is 19.
2: Yeah. He young. Yeah. They start trading young in the United Kingdom. Yeah, Super man. young. Crazy. Pete Dunne started trading when he was 13? Sheesh. Something like that. Mark Andrews is around the same age, too, I think. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a, a Lagero video package. Um, it's kind of it's more of the same. I kind of
1: thought that. I didn't really pay attention to it.
2: <laughs> yeah, they, they had one four weeks ago maybe where he gave some, some, uh, some background. Yeah. His childhood and such. Uh, I didn't really feel like this added a whole lot to it. Yeah. Uh, next, really great promo from Trent Seven. Um, he talks about Tyler Bate having to go to the hospital. He says, Pete Dunn. He's got his own stuff going on. Tyler's in the hospital. But I'm still here. NXT UK was built on British Strong style, uh, and I'm going after you, Walter. I'm coming for you. That's great. Which is great. Trent Seven doesn't win matches by himself on NXT though, which I mm, yeah. I really want to see him win a singles match.
1: Yeah, he he he's so charismatic. Oh,
2: he's a great promo he's man. He's
1: so, I I like Trent Seven <laughs> a lot. At first, when I saw him, I wasn't like too sure on him. I was like, he's just kind of like a. He looks like a dad. He's got a dad bod. Dad bod looks yeah. like an old coach. Yeah, like he's not old. Like he's not that old, but yeah, he's like a coach vibe from him. And but he looked great though, like yeah. with, with what he's wearing and, and hell of a promo. And he's a hell of a worker too. Yeah, he is. He's a great. So wrestler. like when he was saying like I was into it, I was like mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. I I do want to see a Trent Seven versus Walter match. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be really awesome. I don't like win
2: or lose. I just want to see a good performance. Mm-hmm. And he always has great performances. Totally. Um, Great promo. If you've a chance, check it out. Uh, Usually, Tread7 just kind of speaks in his usual kind of mellow, mild tone. Yeah. He starts raising his voice, getting intense. It's great.
4: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well,
2: Uh, after that, we had a Mark Andrews promo. He's saying, I've been rest- watching wrestling since I was a kid. I know British wrestling. I have a match against Cassius Ono. That was pretty much it. Yeah. So that's I, next week. So you guys don't like
1: his uh, his entrance music, the... Steve doesn't like it. I think it's hilarious. I don't have an issue. I love that Steve doesn't like it. Oh, he, it, <laughs> it, 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 man, it really gets to him. When I
2: heard that Steve didn't like it, I was just playing that. He doesn't like it. He doesn't like the.
1: Oh, I think it's great.
2: The, I think it gets the credit. Yeah. Ball. And I it, think it fits it's awesome. with them. Like the only thing I don't, the one thing that bugs me about Mark Andrews is like all his moves are, are named after pop punk songs. Oh, that's hilarious. And like, I like synergy. I like crossover. It's a little too on the nose for my liking.
1: Oh, I mean, pop punk was so big. It, it was. Like, when I was in high school in junior uh-huh. high. So, that just that cracks me. Because, like, I can see where you guys are like, God, I hate pop punk. I don't know. I, I don't know. But Steve's saying that. And then I'm like, dude, I grew up on pop yeah. punk. Yeah, That's, you know. I mean,
2: Blink-182 is on the nostalgia tour circuit. So. Oh, jeez. You know, you
1: don't, I don't be afraid to go to a Blink-182 concert. But, uh. Yeah, I don't
2: have an issue with it. It's Steve. Steve just doesn't <laughs> so like it. random. Like, I know. It's random, the things that, that gets his goat. Oh, pop punk. He doesn't like it. He's a pop punker. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's what it is. Like the high fives and stage guys, I think that's a cool catchphrase. Yeah. I like it. As a wrestler, he's really good. His gear looks great. Yeah. His song, gets if it gets the crowd into it, nope. I don't have an issue with it.
1: And he sings his own music. I know. That's awesome. And he was able to set up. Uh, a feud at one of the, at Dallin Fest when he was, his own band was performing.
2: Oh, that's actually pretty impressive. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Those badass, but Steve doesn't like,
2: you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the main event was The Hunt and Bomber Dave Mastiff taking on Gallus. You love Gallus. Uh, I do. I'm I
1: Gallus is awesome. I love their style. I like the way they wrestle. Jeez, uh, she's just two big, just three husky bastards. Yeah. Man. They look like, if you, if, if I was to go to a bar and I could see those guys just being bouncers. Yeah. Like kicking people's asses out of the bar. if like they like they cause too much problems. I, and the, and also, I, that came to my head because they all stand there with oh, their arms great. crossed. I'm like, oh, they, I'm straight bouncer vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gallus, if they have a bar called Gallus, I'll go there. They can be the bouncers. Did,
2: did they do the, the, the three-handed handshake? I didn't, I didn't see it. Because they do that and the mechanics of that still confuse me.
1: So they all shake hands at the, the same, same time? time. I gotta look that up. Yeah, but they make out.
2: it look seamless and perfect, like no one's getting left out, no one's getting a l- like a little bit what less hand than anybody like else. The hand no, no, they all—it's all hands. So interesting. I want to get a close about that. I want to understand the mechanics of it because I see that I'm like, wow, they if we, pull it off seamlessly. If,
1: if there ever is a time when I come back, oh, and there will be. Steve's here. There will be.
2: And we do a three-man.
1: We can master. We could try to do it. We could try to do this. It's three. gonna be awkward because we can't do it. Well, we could figure it out. We like, could try. Everything, you know, practice. I'll, I'll
2: do a Google search. Maybe you can watch yeah. some how-to videos. No, I, on I,
1: I love Gallus. Not, I know Steve says you're not Gallus. Blah blah blah. I'm like, but dude, they, they, they are Gallus. They are awesome.
2: They are totally Gallus. Yeah, I was digging them. Um, and the the Hunt. I have a hard time taking them seriously because they just like bark all the time. Um, it, it seems a bit over the top as characters, but in ring, they're tons of fun. I could see me being part of the Hunt with the Grizzly. I could see that. <laughs> I don't, I'm you not. could, you would be like the the the, the, the stately, mellow, uh, bear to their uh, rabid boar. Oh yeah. And, yeah, and what primate? The primate. Yeah, the boar. you would, you would, you would be the stately, majestic bear. Exactly, that'd be fine. And you would be the calm amongst that storm of the hunt. That'd be great. You would actually fit in perfectly. That, that's a, the
1: first thing I thought because they came out with masks and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I could come out. Hey, boys, come on. Cow jack yeah, joints i jack Caljack joins the hunt.
2: I know. I want to wrestle over. Totally. Uh, Gallus. It'd be great. And the way they're throwing their bodies around all over the place. You can be oh, the one, dude, let me gut ranch. You'd be the one, one doing the throwing. That, that'd be fun. Oh, I'd be, how great would you pick up a wild boar and throw him a Oh, I'd
1: chuck that dude across the ring. Yeah. It'd like, here, you're going to s- splash onto this guy. It'd here, do fun. a senton onto this senton guy. this guy. Here, I'll throw you. The
2: way, the way Wild Boar does is sent on, especially when people are kind of on all fours on their back, where he hits them and yeah. actually flings his yeah. His, yeah. His, his, his body so across a, Like rubber yeah. bounces off uh, of people. He's going to hurt his neck doing that, though. Yeah. Um, Anyways, it was, it was a fun match. He went all over the place, brawling all around the ringside area. In the end, though, Joe Coffey picks up the win, pinning Wild Boar uh, after his discus lariat finisher. Fun match. Um, Even when NXT UK is kind of bereft of storylines, uh, I mean, this was storyline motivated. So yeah. Much. Um, the main events usually deliver.
1: Yeah, that, this is a good match. It was I, I really, really enjoyed it.
2: Tons of fun. Uh, 205 Live was next. Uh, show kicked off with Oni Lorcan dropping a promo saying, hey, this is Anything Goes. This is the first time I've ever heard of an Anything Goes match. Anything Goes. I, I thought it was more commonly referred to as No DQ, Yeah. Weapons Match, No Holes Barred. No, Anything Goes. Anything Goes. So we say, this is Anything Goes match. If I want to use a chair, I can't. If I want to use a table, I can And Arya Devar came out of nowhere and attacked him. Yeah. Man, instead of breaking that fight up, just. Just start right there. Exactly. Just go right there. How awesome would that be? That to start, would have be been great. Start the, start the show just like that.
1: And then there could be a moment where they fight outside and then he's like, start the match right now. And yeah, then they yeah. just keep going. That had been great. That, that would, that's, that's something different.
2: Yeah. That would have been cool. That's how you build up intensity for a show. Yeah have to start brawling fighting around a bit end up in the ringside here I have the match I know it was your main event but just do the promo later on the show yeah um, first match was Brian Kendrick versus Sunil Singh I love me the Singh brothers yeah they crack me up endlessly yeah they were so damn funny
1: I like this version of them because when I first came out they were trying to be faces with that mm-hmm. gimmick mm-hmm. and I was like oh okay yeah well all right, that's cool, but them as heels trying to be obnoxious oh, it with it—that so makes it so much better. Yeah, it's oh, so it's, good. It's awesome.
2: So before the match starts, they cut back to a WWE.com video from earlier today, where Brian Kendrick's trying to do an interview. He's interrupted by the Singh brothers, and they say, "You know, Brian, you've been the WWE for a long time, but you really haven't done anything. Here, here's a lifetime achievement award, uh, Brian Kendrick. I guess the feeling like he's been insulted. Essentially, they're calling him old, yeah, uh, and unaccomplished." Uh, he takes offense. He attacks him. We get to the the, the match. Uh, Sunil's like, Hey, I just want you to dance with me. Yeah. Essentially.
1: Yeah, why would you want to dance with me? It's so good. <laughs> it's and so I
2: love they do the, the movie thing like the Hollywood Blondes yeah, used to do. Yeah. And uh, commentary is actually mentioning that. Uh, they're just endlessly entertaining. Oh, Aiden says, He's not the Bollywood Blondes. He calls them the yeah, Bollywood yeah. Blondes. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Finnish saw Sunil avoid a sliced bread. He goes for a suplex of his own. Kendrick escapes, though, locks in the captain's hook. Sunil has to tap. Uh, the Singh brothers come in and attack uh, 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 Kendrick after the bell. Akira Tozawa comes down to make the save. Um, Akira Tozawa is just in the Cruiserweight title picture. This is uh, a ways down the card yeah. for him because he's great. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, hopefully it, it will give an air of, of, of urgency to this feud because uh, it it, it like as fun as I as I as, as the Singh brothers are, yeah. It, it, it's it's the mid card thing, yeah. And if you bring Akira Tozawa into it, who's been in the main event of two o five live. Elevate the feud.
1: Yeah, I think so too. And it seems like at two o five live, I mean they don't have too many guys. I mean you know so it's there's like nine guys. In yeah, the there's roster. nine guys in the whole roster, so they're just kind of rotating mm-hmm. everybody through mm-hmm. to see how well they can hold the title. Totally. And, like, right now, I think it's perfect with Drew Gulak being there. Like, I think he just carries the most intensity with his face. Yeah. And he shows the most character and depth. So, and he's, I think he's the most versatile guy. I mean, obviously, he's not the highest of flyers. But I think it's perfect for him being a heel. Yeah. Because he doesn't need to do that. No. Everyone else can do that, and then he can be the ground-based
2: guy. Yeah. I think it's great. Oh, totally. Uh, after that, we did this really cool Humberto Carrillo video package. Uh, Detailing, you know, his 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 career in in Mexico, Mexico. in Mexico, growing up in Monterey. He's cousins, I think, with Angel Garza Garza Jr. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. cousins, yeah, something like that. I think you guys mentioned that. Um, they got a, you know, the the the, the Garza family tree mm-hmm. is pretty extensive yeah. in terms of uh, uh, lucha libre, um, and Humberto's a part of that. Um, you know, just give him a little bit. Give him a little background to his wrestling career without mentioning Ultimo Ninja, which yeah. is his name in in, in Mexico. Yeah. Um, Have you guys heard
1: him talk before?
2: Yeah, he's talked a little bit. Oh, okay, before. I've never. That's, I don't really watch Two O Five, but it was cool hearing him talk. Yeah, like yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's good. Um, so, uh, he's gonna be top guy on Two O Five within the next eight months. Sure, they're really building to be something else. Yeah. Um, next, we had Jack Gallagher versus Devin Justin um i this actually what i like about 205 live is more often than not they don't do just straight up squash matches it at least gives the the guy who's gonna lose a local person a little opportunity yeah, to showcase yeah. some personality at the least See, yeah I, I like that too yeah they actually have longer
1: matches mm-hmm. i'm sure they're thinking like oh it's 205 no one's gonna really watch so we can give a local enhancement a little opportunity mm-hmm. to perform but, man, it'd be kind of cool if they could do that with
2: some of the main guys. I know. But, I'm so over squash matches. Yeah. Um, Jack Gallagher did Sonata's Paradise-like lock spot from uh, the G1 in Dallas where he wrapped them in like a pretzel around the rope and then drop kicked them.
1: Yeah, see, that's when I said I don't like crap moves, I hate that move. Yeah, it's really easy to get out of it. It's, it. to me, it's like... Really, you can just gonna kind of put this guy's leg right here in his other leg and can't just get it. Pull out. your arms out. It's pretty yeah, it's just to me, I'm like that. To me, I'm not a fan of that movie. It's ridiculous. But it's I, pretty funny. I, yeah, and it's like, come on, Jack, I, Jack Gallagher's got an MMA background. I know. Like, he's a badass. Yeah. And obviously, you can't always implement that style. Mm-hmm. And But yeah, I mean, okay, it was more clever with the
2: rope kind yeah.
1: of being involved, but yeah, I'm just not a fan of that type of stuff.
2: Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I was like... Ugh. It's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. I, I, I kind of laugh whenever someone does it. Cause yeah. It's, it's so, oh, I can't get out. It's so Ooh. over the top ridiculous. It is. It's like the easiest thing to get out of it. Just pull your arms out. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so Mike Canella shows up ringside after uh, saying he was done quitting a couple weeks back. He starts dumping the garbage on the ringside, trashing stuff a little bit. Saying You hey, don't hey. want
1: to trash everything too bad. No, no, no. <laughs> it was
2: like when the riot squad was backstage and knocking stuff off yeah. and like, spraying ketchup on doors. It's like, we're... We're going to be menaces backstage, but we're not going to cross any lines. We're, we're not just going, going to be really be annoying. too over the top. No. Yeah, it's
1: just going to be annoying.
2: Uh, and he's like, I'm going to ruin your show. Hey, Drake, I'm going to ruin your show. So, Jack Allher's like, WTF, what's going on? Back of the ring, Devin, uh, Justin tries to take advantage. He doesn't. Jack hits his headbutt for the win. Uh, Jack has one of the best headbutts in the business. Oh, it's great. Yeah, it looks great. He,
1: he always knows where to hit his target, too. Yeah. Like, right in the, the surge. Court. Yeah. Bam. It's awesome. I
2: always like it when he hits it and then collapses it to the pin and kind of wins X Oh yeah. Like like he, knocks he himself kind of out. Knocked himself. love out, it. But that's great. Uh, after that, we had a really cool uh, backstage segment between Mike Canellis, Drake, Drake's like, Hey, I understand what's going on. You got, you know, I, I haven't been the best GM. Mike said, you've ruined my life because you're not paying attention to the show. You're supposed to be paying attention to Drake says, you're right. My bad. Uh, things have been crazy. I understand you got some stuff going on at home too. But I have to find you for what you did out there. And Mike's like, I have a second kid in the way, I have another mouth to feed. You're gonna find me after essentially being an absentee GM for the past month and a half. Um, and then Mike goes, Okay, fine. I'm scheduled yeah. to have a ma- match next week. You can really find me <coughs> after I do what I'm gonna do next week. So we're gonna get vicious Mike Kanellis on 205 Live, and and a pushover husband on Raw. Yeah,
1: week. yeah. Man, it it's so weird how you can see both these guys change up their personalities depending on the show. Mm-hmm. Like I like this version of Rockstar Spud. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I like his other version of himself on SmackDown and yeah. Raw. But it just it was so different, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Like he was such a he was more of a professional. Yeah. In two hundred five, and then you see him just being a goofball. Totally. This whole twenty four seven title. Yeah. And then you see with Canellis. Like, man, he's he's a good talker. He's really good. So what do they not like do the main creative guys, like once two of five on like, ah, eh, you guys got the I rest wonder, here. I wonder
2: in in and this goes back to their, their debut if they assume that Maria has the recognition and name value because saying she was in WWE before. Hence Mike Canellis versus rather than Mike Bennett. Yeah. Um, they thought, Oh, Maria, people will remember Maria. She was in the company, what, like mid-auch for a while. Yeah. People remember her. That's probably why they got went straight to Maine rather than NXT. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That, I don't know. That, to me, just...
1: I, why not have this kind of Mike Canellis? The way he talks and, like, mm-hmm. he, it's... And maybe, maybe... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. But, no, it just, to me, it's like he can... He's he's awesome. And he is. He, he's good. He's can deliver a promo he's Mm -hmm. good but not to knock maria but that was a long time ago and she was around it's not like a lot of fans just start watching right after she left Mm -hmm. so it's not like she's that like people are that familiar with her totally so i don't know why they're thinking oh she was here before we need to make her the focal point okay cool but yeah like mike's the one that's gonna be in the ring doing all Mm -hmm. the work and Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel bad for him, too, because it wasn't long ago where he, he had to go to rehab, yeah. you know, for alcoholism. Mm-hmm. So, and now he seems he seems great. Yeah, he's but jacked, then, yeah. But then, like, okay, so if he had, if he, okay, he's a gr- hell of a promo. He's a great worker. He had some mental issues. Let's just make him feel like crap even more with this gimmick. Maybe. I don't, I just don't get it. If if the thing is, we Are they, they testing him? Like, what is this? I don't like, this, I know they signed again but it's just weird
2: it's a small sample size but I wonder if it's gonna be a thing where on raw he he's got the situation with Maria uh, you know you know the, the kind of mori Povich seemingly inspired stuff about uh, whether he's a father or not yada 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 yeah been on 205 live he just goes there and that's where he vents yeah that's I, where he lets it all out. I, I like that that could be an interesting dynamic okay where he you know he, he's got a, he's gotta uh, take care of his pregnant wife. On Raw, and, and and the process, she kind of dumps on him a lot. Yeah, and you know because I'm kind of led to believe that might be the case because Drake addressed it. Yeah, said I know you got your own issues going on, um, and so he comes to 205 Live, and like he, he he doesn't feel like oh Maria's if she makes unreasonable demands, uh, it, it insults my manhood essentially. Yeah, uh, saying you might not be the father of this child. Um, that's got to be tough from a character standpoint for him to deal with on Raw. He yeah. goes to five Live and any frustration he has takes it out there. Well,
1: that kind of stuff hinders your performance too. Like, in, in the ring wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like, if, whenever there was a time where, like, something happened to me and, like, and talking, like, in a shoot when I yeah, had yeah. a real match, dude, it would mess with me. Like, if I had a coach say something to me that questioned me yeah. as a competitor, oh, dude, I'd feel like crap. Yeah, You know, I, I
2: couldn't wrestle as hard or, like, want to compete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
1: I wonder if they're going to kind of go with that vibe. They
2: might, especially on Raw, where where if he has a match there, I'm sure Maria's like the first one he they had where he's like she's like, oh come on, yeah, you call yourself a man, you're yeah. doing this, um, and then he goes the 205 live, and and it's just it's just like he every every little bit of pent up frustration he takes it out on the competitors. So that I think is cool because then it's be carrying change. over to exactly. between both both exactly. brands exactly. Uh, main event: Oni Lorkin versus Ari Divari, Anything goes match. Uh, there's some really fun moments in this. Uh, the the uh, first and foremost, probably the the chair spot on the outside. Yeah. The back body drop, um, but uh, it was it, oh the Aria Divari doing that splash off the ladder, harkening back to HBK doing yeah. the same thing in WWE's yeah. first televised ladder match, was pretty cool. Uh, finish was cool too. Uh, so Aria sets up a couple of tables right next to each other in the corner, uh, goes for a move off the top. Oni reverses, hits a superplex, just kind of lands on top of him for the win. Kind of reminiscent of the finish of the Miz Shane uh, yeah. match at Mania this yeah. past year. Um, but it was fun.
1: No, I thought this match was fun. Uh, I love watching Oni wrestle, man. Yeah. And because it's funny, because in indies he was Biff Bish, Biff Busic. Yeah, and uh, we just called him Biff. B- Biff, excuse me. Um, There's was one time we had a Halloween party at my house. Yeah, and uh, someone lit candles or something. And we were playing, like, water pong. Yeah. And, like, Biff's just kind of watching. And he was dressed as a pirate. So he has, like... I forget what kind of thing, like some long sleeve shirt. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> and he just has his arm set on this table and all of a sudden his arm got caught on fire. He just goes, Oh no. <laughs> but luckily like we put it out so oh he wasn't going or anything. That's crazy. But that's like one of my favorite like memories I had with him. Cause yeah, it was at our house and the next, you know, his arm got caught on fire with his long sleeve uh, pirate shirt. <laughs> but God, Biff is, Biff is
2: awesome. Well, Oni Larkin. He's got the best face, man. Oh yeah, like, dude, he's great. He was, he was but yeah, cool. this match is really fun to watch. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, after that, there was a, a brief Drew Tony nice, uh video package, kind of going through their whole history together. Um, uh, Drew's totally winning that match.
1: Yeah, I, dude, I, like you guys said in the past, you think Tony's more of the kind of guy that chase, should she chasing the title? Yeah, and
2: Drew's the guy that you know should hold in. Totally. You know, just,
1: he's, yeah, he's great.
2: Uh, so uh, let's take, answer some questions. Yeah. Planet Mars says I host a podcast myself. The Put Over Podcast is a talk show, and it's been going for three years. Having a hard time breaking out, even if I've interviewed famous guests like Billy Gunn. Any tips? What's it called? Uh, the Put Over Podcast. Put Over Podcast. Um.
1: Yeah, you what, what? What do you suggest?
2: I have no idea about podcasts um, on how to do that tough stuff. I mean, for us, we, we had the benefit of, of starting this off with a bit of a built-in audience because of our machinima stuff. Um, and we kind of started, we did it start, you know, maybe about three years ago in earnest. And it just took, for us, it, it was, we were just chipping away at it, chipping away at it, chipping away at it, and we struck gold with one video. Um, and it was when the, the page got arrested in Vegas thing. Um, that blew up for us. That got a lot more eyeballs on what we were doing. Uh, and after that, things really picked up steam. Um, it depends or if, if if you're doing solely audio or if you're doing video as well. Um, I mean, the one thing I always kind of say is 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 you got to be consistent with your schedule. You got to be consistent with your the quality of your show. Um, people need to know what to expect. Yeah. Um, when they click on that, whether in terms of when they're getting new content. Um, when the quality of, of, of the show, all that kind of stuff, um, that building a community around the show, um, which I know even with a small listener base may seem difficult, Yeah. but if you can really cultivate that, whether it be on social media or YouTube, wherever, um, people will invariably share things they're into. And if they're into your show, they'll tell people to check it out. That's cool. Um, gosh, there's always one other thing. Well, I'm I'm gonna
1: follow. Them. I'm gonna I'm gonna give them a, a subscription. There you go. You got one new listener yeah, right here. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna listen to you guys because I I love podcasts. Mm-hmm. It's like that's my only form of real entertainment is listening to podcasts. So I don't I don't play video games. I yeah. barely watch TV. I'd rather listen to a podcast than do anything else. Yeah. So
2: yeah, I'll give you guys a listen. There you go. Yeah. Um. There used to be I used to have my three my three C's of 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 uh, of what I've learned at YouTube and one was continuity oh consistency consistency that's what it was consistency community I, I, it's been a while since i've talked about it so i forgot the third one so content consistency, uh, consistency uh, community yeah i can't remember what the other c was because
1: like because i need to get my youtube channel yeah, yeah, yeah. more active yeah so that's something like even i'm thinking about mm-hmm. is like like so that's kind of consistency content community
2: community yeah i mean okay. for me like consistency is, is 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 tops because people need to know when to expect new stuff they need to know that uh with every episode week in week out the quality is gonna be the same yeah um and then once you start getting an audience uh developing that community um to kind of spring up around your product oh cool okay show yeah uh brandon garza do you think people will continue to go back to nxt nxt to fight Kushida, for instance after the creative shake-up takes hold Maybe, but then you don't want to have the idea that NXT is a dumping ground for people who... Who don't have anything going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, like Tyler Breeze makes sense because he was NXT forever. Yeah. Full sale, crowd loved him. Yeah. Um, that's the situation where it makes sense.
1: And like, you know, Tyler's a creative guy. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I've, I've said this, that he's done some coaching in the Performance Center. Yeah. So I'm sure he just wants to give back as much as he can. I think he also lives in Orlando. No, oh, okay. So it, for him, anything. it's it's nothing. Yeah. Same with the Paul Cruz. They, he also lives in Orlando. Yeah, yeah,
2: his his wife's from there. Orlando's kind of uh, the the hotbed for wrestling. It
1: is. A lot of guys just they live there, or you know Texas or whatever, North Carolina. Those are like the three main areas.
2: Uh, Joshua Martinez. Does, uh, do you know North Carolina has state income tax? Oh, I don't know, because I know Texas and Florida don't. Yeah. Um, or does Texas?
1: I think the, Texas doesn't have state income tax. Oh, okay. Nevada doesn't. Ne- yeah, Nevada doesn't. I know Texas doesn't. Nevada doesn't. I think Florida, Florida doesn't. Yeah, Florida doesn't either have state income tax.
2: Uh, Joshua Martinez. Damn, Cal. I'm at work here in Corvallis. Might get me some American Dream pizza for lunch now.
1: Oh, nice. You should, that Joshua sounds, Martinez. That
2: sounds good. Also, by the way, get a pint and a slice between two to
1: five. That's what I always do. You get yeah. a nice pint. You get a slice for five bucks. Oh, good deal. Oh, it's awesome. Also, Joshua Martinez, you should come watch my match in Eugene, Oregon, where I take on Hammerstone October 13th. There you go. Check um, it out. And also, I'm going to be in Corvallis October 12th. to uh, I'm going to go watch Oregon State play against Utah, and I'll just be there in cool. Oregon that weekend. So There you go. Martinez. you want to grab a pint and a slice, let me know. American uh, dream
2: american dream 435 says woodstock's beat pizza better than american dream pizza uh
1: it depends woodstock's okay all right That, that that's another corvallis they, have a, place. they have a shirt as cool as that one though woodstock no they all don't, right, don't. woodstock's works. cool they you know the one they had good music you know yeah that's about it but i think like the it's the pizza at woodstock uh it's you know it's a little bit i think greasier which uh-huh. adds to the flavor but it's drier at uh No, American Dream is greasier, which gives it more flavor. Yeah, Woodstock yeah. is drier, yeah, but thicker crust.
2: Okay, so that depends what you're into.
1: Yeah, exactly. Depends what you're into.
2: Uh, Jay Sean Lawrence asked, uh, I guess, me, to Power Rank podcast partner, Steve, Cal, Mayhem, Luchando. Um, I'll do this. There's two tiers. Tier one is, is Steve and Cal. Uh, tier two is probably uh, blank. Tier three... Uh, that might be blank too. Yeah. Tier four. No, sorry. There's three tiers. Tier one, Steve and Cal. Tier two, two. There's nobody. Tier three is Luchando. Tier four is Mayhem. Yeah. I'll it's say Mayhem. you gotta
1: you gotta put Steve's number one. I'll I'm second, and I'll put Mayhem. You know, th- I don't. I don't. I, Luchando's not bad. Luchando's. Uh, Luchando and I go way back. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, you know, maybe tie Luchando and I for second, and then have.
2: No, you're 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 second. Okay, that's fine. I'm not gonna give Luchano that much credit. All right, I never works. will. That's why he's like tier three. <laughs>
1: he's tier three. There's tier three. And the Mayhem
2: when he was on here just bashed. It's like tier zero.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> he's way at the bottom. <laughs> he just bashed it the whole time. He just <laughs> comes up here and it is, oh, bash, bash, bash. Karen instead of bash. Dang Larson, that's cold. You know what? The amount of money the Mayhem's taken out of my pocket. I know
1: he bankrupted oof, you almost. Oof.
2: I know almost. I've I've eaten spinach basically nonstop for the last eight months yeah because of Adam. you're
1: eating like their chips like a a bag of chips yeah chips and spinach whatever i get for a couple bucks that's what i
2: have to eat yeah i eat spinach because it's got some actual nutrition to it. yeah
1: what's this planet mars crossover cow help both our channels if you guys want i don't know i'm not help anybody damn it there you go
2: everyone has a voice uh larson hunter creator greg morris here on the patreon asks larson book a takeover with a beat the clock challenge theme what does the winner get also, his birthday was on Tuesday. Is that your way of wanting a birthday shout-out? Happy birthday, Greg Morris, creative yeah, yeah, Larson yeah. Hunter. Um, well, I guess it'd be TakeOver beat the clock. Yeah. And you have a series of matches, and whoever beats the clock has the Benzer the, match the shortest time. Obviously, gets match against Adam Cole for the NXT title. Yeah. I guess that'd have to be it. Yeah. Man, I could see uh... – Ooh, that'd be cool if you
1: see, like, all the big bastards they have there. You see, like, Punishment – then Keith Lee. Yeah. And then... Um, Dan Matha, Dan whatever, whatever his name is now. Dan Ma- yeah, I don't know about Dan Matha. He doesn't have, need to be on. Uh, Joe Narot's a pretty... Uh, he's pretty, big. Pretty thick dude. He's a yeah. thick dude. All these big hosses competing to there get to Adam Cole.
2: It's kind of a combo beat the clock challenge in your hoss pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. Uh Kinnaku Boneman, what's some of your favorite uh woman wrestler entrance themes? Asuka's is great. Asuka's is awesome. Asuka's theme is fantastic. Yeah. Uh the new EO one was great. It was very dark, yeah. Combined with the is Tron. Really
1: good. Um Is this just NXT or is this in general? Just anybody. I really liked when Sasha Banks first came out, yeah. and especially when she was they did that takeover match, she came out in the car. Yeah, that was cool. Music sounded really good. I mean, she had her cousin Snoop rap to her music yeah, one, Mania, that one time. Yeah. That was amazing. Um what else? Shayna's is good. Shayna's is really good. I like Shayna's. Just, Bailey's is catchy. It, it when hers first came out, it fit her perfectly. Yeah. It reminded me of like Oh, Ember Moon. Ember Moon's is great. Ember Moon's
2: awesome. I think I like Ember Moon's the most. Uh, Alex Foster, Caljack. Do you know anything about Kona Reeves? Is there more to him than we've been missing?
1: Uh he was trained by uh, Alpha? Alpha. Alpha, yeah. He he started there, played JUCO football. Mm. Uh, he lives. He's from Orlando, and eh, he's just kind of a weird guy. Yeah. Best way to put it. He he was trying to do this like really uh, awkward gimmick. And then that kind of carried over to when they were training and stuff. So everyone's like, all right, Conan's getting really awkward. (laughs) But other than that, I don't don't have any problems with him. He's being very method about it. He was super method with it. Um, but man, hey, he's got a gimmick. He's got a character on the show, so props to him. Yeah. You know, he, he's a
2: good little, he's a decent worker. Yeah, he's not bad. Yeah, he's not bad. Uh, Big Butter Jesus, I know it'll never happen, but bring Imperium to the main roster. It adds Cesaro and Alistair Black, drop Alexander Wolf. Heck of a faction there. Don't sleep on Alexander Wolf, man. No, he's good. He's good. He's really good. And he's
1: a really awesome guy. Yeah. Wolf's top, dude. He's, yeah. he's good. He's good people. He's, he's a great promo, too. He's got a great voice. It, when, so. He he was around when I was around obviously and he had this weird like because he it was like Fulton was doing a hamble electric gimmick at one time it was, <laughs> as weird as that is. And then Alexander Wolf was kind of doing the same thing and he was, had this clock and he kept going tick tock. That's tick-tock, pretty great TikTok, your time is almost up. And he, so he was doing that kind of stuff. And then I was I wasn't sure with the name Wolf. Like if he was gonna keep that name too, mm-hmm. and then he got it. I'm like, what? You're Alexander Wolf, and he's like, yes, that's my name now. And then uh, I was thinking, like, Corbin was the lone wolf. Yeah. So sometimes they like will X names if they're similar or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't do that with him. That's cool. So I thought that was great. That's cool. And like also like him moshing when he's insane. Oh, I love that. The yeah, yeah. I love that. No,
2: that's uh, great. Wolf Alexander Wolf's really great. He they he's yeah. Keep him and around. he goes way back with uh, the with Walter. I think he was part of their. Group, maybe in WXW. I yeah. Check yeah. On that. Uh, the one and only Just AJ. How can WB book Adam Cole on the main roster so he doesn't disappear like everybody else? Do they keep the faction together or split them up? If something isn't broken, you shouldn't fix it. They sh- undisputed error should come up as one cohesive unit. Yep. Uh, the odds of that happening, I don't know. Probably not very good. Uh, as long as Adam Cole has an opportunity to talk, he'll be okay.
1: I think he'll be fine. And I think he's versatile where they could use him for. If they wanted to have him kind of the same role as Corbin, they could do that. They want him to do like how Corbin was the manager, yeah, or something yeah. like Adam Cole can oh, do. Oh, GM, yeah, like yeah. a GM. They could have him be like with his versatility, his look. Like he looks like a Hollywood actor, yeah, and I think that helps. Yeah, he's a handsome dude. He's a handsome guy, so they could use him kind of anywhere and everywhere. Mm-hmm. And he's a hell, God, fuck, he's a great wrestler, great yeah. worker. Yeah, yeah, he is. So he, he's, his wrestling he's skills really a, TV... He he's a TV personality. Totally. So I, I think that if they're smart, they can do whatever they want with them. Yeah. But yeah, keep him with undisputed when he first shows up. Mm-hmm. And like imagine this, like I heard this on another podcast where like let's say Finn joins um, the club. Yeah. And then they could do a whole segment where, you know, they're like, oh, no one can contend without the club or whatever. And then you hear the shock, the system. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That'd be cool. That'd be cool. That'd be awesome. If Vince can get rid of the fact that he doesn't like uh, faction, faction. Yeah, which man, he needs to let that go. Yeah, there's a lot that Vince needs Especially
1: to Especially, like, like we were talking about which, uh, which group would be better fitted for which brand. Mm-hmm. Between, like, you have Raw and SmackDown. Like, what... Maybe since Bischoff likes factions, yeah. maybe they would be better could on be. Smackdown. SmackDown. Could
2: be, yeah. Could be, yeah. Especially if they want SmackDown to be the more kind of sports-centric show, yeah. Focus on the in-ring action, and they're a team as yeah. much, you know, as a faction, but they are a team, yeah. Yeah, that could be good. Well, we'll end on that one. Thanks for joining us, everybody, uh, patrons and YouTube channel members. Stay tuned. We'll be back in a few minutes for Overrun.